Thanks for tuning in to the Palm Beach Podcast, a weekly show highlighting people making a positive impact in our community. With your host, Jana Angel. Thank you to our sponsors, Pump House Coffee Roasters, The Lotus Travel Company, Opportunities Self-Serve Beer Hall, and The Bishop's Water Company. Hello, locals. I'm Jana Angel, back with you from Media Zen Studios with another great episode of the Palm Beach Podcast. Today, I am joined actually by a great friend of mine, Megan Ford, and her partner, Joe Trelongo. Thank you guys so much for coming in today. Thanks for having Pleasure. us. Thank you. Today, we are talking about building beautiful things, and it's something that both of these people know a lot about. They have been key in a lot of restorative projects. And I mean, Megan, Joe, we're going to brag on you too. Obviously, I just know <laughs> Megan a lot better, and I've creeped on her a lot longer. Um, <laughs> But you guys have been involved with so many different types of projects and a lot of restoration projects, a lot of brand new projects. And something I love about this partnership is you guys do a great job of marrying the digital age and, you know, that speed and getting things done also with really great client touches that we're going to dive into. So Megan, can you kick us off and just talk to us about your background and and how this partnership evolved? Um, so I went to Vanderbilt undergrad and then Georgia Tech. Um, for I got my, yeah, I got my master's in architecture at Georgia Tech and moved to New York City and worked for an architecture firm there um, for about five years. And my dad um, started Seabreeze building at, around the same time. And we've had Leeds um, custom design for, I think, 15 years. And Joe runs Leeds. So um, anyways, my dad basically was begging me to come back and work for the family company. And, you know, I stayed in New York for five years. And then after the winners, I just finally real. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I figured it's time to move back. Dad, don't get any ideas. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and yeah, he promised me like less work and, you know, it's <laughs> obviously not the case, but, um, so I, my first project, um, was with Seabreeze as actually as a project manager for the construction of a uh, uh, Moroccan remodel in Palm Beach on El Brillo. And the architects were out of town. They're great. Um, but there was kind of, it was a really fast paced job. Mm-hmm. And Needed boots on the ground. Th- yeah, there was, there was definitely a need for extra hands on mm-hmm. deck for the design. And it was, you know, the client bought everything from Morocco, all these ceilings were trying wow. to make work. And so Joe and I worked really closely together on the design of that um, project and kind of just as consultants, design, like an in-house for sure. Seabreeze. So we weren't, you know, hired as the the designers or the architects, but we were just an extra helping hand. And, you know, that project was a huge success. And so I think it kind of just evolved really naturally where um, we were kind of, it was word of mouth. So we were recommended for other jobs. They're like, if you want to do a really fast paced job and have the design, you know, go really well, then you've got to hire Seabreeze and have Joe and Megan on the team. And, you know, as it evolved, um, we just started doing more and more design for the clients. And then we started getting hired for, you know, the architecture and interior design. And what's great is that, you know, Joe's one of the best designers I've ever worked with. He's incredible. And, he, you know, works with leads and works with all the cabinetry and the details. So I'm kind of the bigger picture, the architecture, the layout, um, the engineering. And then I hand it off to Joe and he just, you know, does his magic and 
is let him run with yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> and he's really you know creative. I'm more of the symmetry and and you know layout and all the architecture. And and Joe, I gave him a, I think a good a good great a good start with everything, and then he takes it from there and really like does all the details. And he's such a good artist and sketches everything and he's so good with all the moldings and really creative so it's a good team because <laughs> you know team. i he does what i don't really want to do and i do what he doesn't want to do so absolutely yeah perfect combo um that's always the best kind of team yeah. marriage um joe i i have to point this out a little bit you brought some of the beautiful illustrations that you do and now what is the i know it's not illustrations because we're not at the disney channel what is the appropriate term for some of these drawings that you um, brought in that you do by hand by the way yeah these are j just sketches perspectives you know try and give people a feel for you know what we're talking about uh, initial concepts i think is, are really important to get on paper see if they're good see if we're on to something i think and for our clients it's just a fun experience i mean mm -hmm. it's an artistic experience and a lot of it I think that drives people towards us is that we, we're trying to give them a great experience. It's, mm -hmm. it's artistic. It's, uh, it's technical. Um, yeah, we want people to, you know, feel like it's fun because it's hard. Yeah. It's difficult. And it's a big project and projects like that. I feel like can often be overwhelming mm -hmm. when you don't have somebody to really steer that ship, but it sounds right. like, from your partnership, you both are really great about picking a lane and guiding the client yeah. through that lane of the process. Absolutely. And, and we're really big on, you know, getting the project done. I mean, really quickly and really efficiently. So I'll bring my computer and I'll sit down with a client and, you know, I'll do the layout with them and, and tweak the floor plans and get them correct um, in that meeting instead of having a back and forth. 1500 Me emails yeah, later. Exactly. Me and Megan's actually a great artist. And so, and I recognize that. I knew that from a long time ago. She, while she was in high school, I was working he was at Leeds. My mentor. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and she came in and like in the summer would do some drafting and. Uh, but right away, I knew I was like, wow, she's a super talent. So, I kind of had a feeling at some point, you know, oh, we yeah. would work together and connect that way. And um, and so, so although she's on the computer because that's what happened when she went to school and learned architecture, mm -hmm. and that's what they teach. I mean, she's also a fantastic artist. So it's it's a combination. I can't do CAD at all. <laughs> I, I took as many classes as I needed to pass in college and that was it. Right. And, and that I haven't it. touched it. Although I sit with the the, the people who draw because mm -hmm. I'll do this and I'll hand this off to mm -hmm. people. And then I kind of guide them through that process. So I sit all over their shoulder. I know how the program works. It's just, you know, um, the design process for for me, it happens more like with a marker yeah. and a pencil yeah. and so and he's super fast so you know we'll sit same thing with me when i'm doing a layout with the clients um and kind of getting their feedback and doing it in real time uh joe's the same way so he yeah. just will sketch i mean and then they'll give their feedback and you can just sketch another elevation in five minutes mm -hmm. i mean and it looks amazing yeah, so it's it's a good way to get you know a, a product that is buildable that everyone loves in a really quick time. Yeah, and, and people leave those meetings so excited. Yeah, you know, and and it's funny because when I refused to do AutoCAD and and the <laughs> and the business kind of went that way. Right. I You're was like, like oh my wanna. goodness, <laughs> this is gonna be bad. But then actually, it ended up being unique. So you know, where you can quickly put something on paper, it ended up being the more unique process and people were drawn to that. And you can really uh, give them a good picture. Yeah. And I love it. So it was, you know, I mean, I would exciting. frame that like if this was my restaurant or my home, <laughs> like I, I would want that framed. Well, you know, it's so stunning. Many. That's, I mean, like that's a rough sketch. Like there's it's also 
got, I mean, I, you super, know, this is what super, he'll give to oh my the, goodness. to the, that's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So it all starts really super technical. You have to start there and then you can, I had a great, um, teacher who in one of the courses that I was taking with the Institute of Classical Architecture, he's like, I'm so tired of seeing you with this pencil, this skinny technical, <laughs> he took it from me and he's like, you're only allowed to use markers for the next couple of days. And so I had to like come out of my comfort zone right. and I fell in love. So it was like, it was great. You know, it's a, it was part, a big part of the process of just kind of like letting go a little bit of, you know, the super technical and getting more into like the feeling. And mm -hmm. that is, I think Meg actually has a really good, she doesn't get lost in that. She still feels the project. Like, and that's, that's the difference between great designers and mm -hmm. great architects or great draftspeople and great CAD operators, you know, and she right. has that. And, you know, it's something we've both worked really hard at. Mm -hmm. And um, we're, we're very fortunate to work, I think, in Palm Beach, where we work with, like, the best of the best. Mm -hmm. And so the influences, I'm sure you have people who, yeah. you know, designers that we worked for, and like, wow, all right, I'm learning something today. Yeah. And and it sounds like really what you guys focus on is, like you said, the story behind that, because every really great project, I feel like always has to be connected to a story, especially when it comes to restoration. I would mm -hmm. love to dive into that because a lot of the buildings I know our listeners are going to love and they're going to recognize. Could we talk about some of your restoration products or projects that you that you were really into? Well, so we just finished the duck's nest, um, which was a great which I got project. to see. It was fabulous. Yeah. So, I mean. And with the way it started, I've got to show you some before pictures because you wouldn't yes. believe it. Um, I thought there was really no no hope. <laughs> yeah. Did but, you guys just show up on day one and you're like, yes. um, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it, that happens often. Yeah. Though, right. <laughs> right. But this is probably the better transformation. I mean, it's a really quirky layout, but mm -hmm. we had a lot of fun with it. And and I think everyone involved had, had a lot of fun with it. Um, the... COVID actually kind of helped because the clients were really involved and mm -hmm. they lived in their main house and we were doing the duck's nest. So they were right across this, like, yeah, right across the yard. So, you know, cause we did, I mean, it's so colorful that project. So, you know, we had so many paint samples and finished samples and I would just be like, come on over, you know, pop right. over. And, and we basically just kind of hunkered down as like a, a mini family mm -hmm. um, during COVID and just had the same people on site day in and day out. And it was kind of our, our, our quarantine on, on, on site. Yeah. Um, we, we were able to just, we just kept going to work every yeah. day and plugging we away. Didn't, we didn't miss a day. Yeah. So yeah, we was, all got COVID. But. What, one <laughs> like fun project, part of that project was that it was colorful and mm -hmm. It's like for five years, I mean, we only did white, right. everything, right? Everybody yeah. just we, wanted we do white. Love, we do love some white down here. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's and <laughs> white, white with green palm leaf. <laughs> white is beautiful, but it was fun because this was like, this was more of more of a colorful project. Mm -hmm. I think everybody kind of needed mm -hmm. that. Like, and I think, you know, people were gravitating, even people who were just working on the job. They really gravitated towards it because it was, you know, it was an exciting project from that from just a color right. perspective. I think part of what made it so successful though, is that, you know, having, doing the architecture and design and also being the contractor mm -hmm. is so helpful on a remodel because there's sure. so many things that don't work the way you want them to. I mean, on new construction, it's just, you put it on paper and it's what's built. But with the remodel, I mean, you want lights to go somewhere and there's trusses there and you want, 
the mechanical doesn't fit, you know, and mm-hmm. you've got to really be creative. Right. You've got and hun- so you've got a hundred years old and yeah, all sorts I mean, of fun basically stuff. Basically, <laughs> I was, I just was on site with my computer and I had a printer and I would just, you know, CAD monkey and do new designs <laughs> with things that didn't work, you know, right. be there measuring and have, have the guys in the field kind of giving me like feedback for mm-hmm. what they thought would work, what wouldn't. And then I'd go to my computer and it would just be like, we pulled an audible and, you know, changed the design and we're able to keep going right away. Whereas, you know, if, if typically if we weren't the designer or the architect, then, you know, the builder has got to send an RFI, which is a request for information and the architect has to schedule to come out and then they do a design and then it maybe doesn't work because, you know, so you really have to be yeah. On site working out all the details and yeah. all the quirks. The the background, I tell people all the time about the duck's nest. The real artwork is actually behind the walls. Like I would go there and I would see like all the framing and the restructure of the existing. I was like, oh, wow, yeah. this is like this is crazy artwork. Like yeah. the woodwork back there. People don't see it anymore, obviously, but it right. was just beautifully done. And uh Meg did an amazing job. And she was out there. So like she was just pushing all these big yeah. guys around. And I'd be like, like Joe, what to do. Joe, those cabinets, you're going to have to, you yeah, know, we're going to have to redesign this, we're redesign that. Quickly. I mean, yeah, we put, you know, the HVAC systems behind like lattice panels and, you know, and we <laughs> Super did. Super creative. Yeah, right. we yeah. did. Um, but you, that's, you find out as you go and you learn about houses and you find out a lot of the details and the layers are caused by these situations. So you're like, wow, this is amazing. But it's more amazing when you understand maybe why they did it mm-hmm. right. and how create that's where the creativity yeah. like what the solution by. was behind right. the creativity. Yeah. And so some of my favorite spots about the, the duck's nest, some of my favorite designs are because we had an issue and that probably wouldn't have been the design if we didn't have mm-hmm. that issue. That's but then, you know, you have, really have to think through it. And yeah. in doing so, you create something great. When, when, when uh, not only that project, but so many projects I'll walk into and I'll be, and I'm, so happy with the solution to the problem that only I knew about, mm-hmm. or like I only shared with maybe one or two people. But that's a, I mean, if you were to take design and architecture, it's a problem solving process. Right. And then you get to be creative a little bit, you know. But a lot of it is even from day one, you're solving the problems that you meet with a client. They've been thinking about a house for six months immediately they're bringing all the issues they see with the house it's sure. not even built yet right so you're you're, you're problem solving right. like day one yeah architecture is like the lost luggage of, of <laughs> building really it's like wait i want to come and fix all of these things that i don't yeah. like you know right 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 so you it's know true. that is i think when you look at great architecture a lot of it is who problem who solved the problem the best and like when i'm when i've been in other countries i you know i i walk i'm like this and a lot of it is i'm looking for how did they transition mm-hmm. how did they marry certain moldings how did they problems like the great architects mm-hmm. how did they figure the stuff out and you can see that when you're walking so like i'm a nightmare oh yeah so yeah. both of us i mean yeah. we're like uh, walking if you saw our stuff. pictures you'd be like what is that a picture of because it's like the corner and it's just a really cool bead detail and joe and i have done a couple trips with the institute of classical architecture um and we both like have learned so much from it, but we actually took a trip to Barbados um, with oh, the wow. Institute of Classical Architecture right, right during the duck's nest, kind of at a perfect time. Um, and we copied so many of the cool like lattice uh, details that we saw there that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, in the 
in the covered um, exterior um, like loggia area, there's lattice on the ceiling with like blue behind it. And that was from Barbados. And we saw that everywhere where they put the lattice on the ceiling with a, a really right. cool creative color. Yeah, we and, saw this um, we saw this one piece of furniture and I was like, oh, the the way they did the um the grill work on the front of this mm -hmm. cabinet, I was like, this is awesome. It's so beautiful. The craftsmanship was great. So I sat there and I like I drew the thing. I I took like mental notes of mm -hmm. it. I showed Meg. She looked at she's like this great we'll probably get to use this one day we came back and like two weeks yeah. later she's the like whole bar we got it get the lattice the like, <laughs> yeah we did I this whole i showed it to the draft yeah. i'm like here it is and it's like where did you get that from yeah hey, don't worry about it so basically it. they did like um they took like a, a dowel like a round mm -hmm. dowel and they would cut it in half and they did the lattice really tight so it was half round and then flat on the back and it, it's oh, really cool yeah. i mean yeah and we did it um in the bar and and all throughout and when the greatest thing is the clients were were awesome. So I came back and I'm like, we're doing the lattice on the ceiling. We're going to do this bar detail. And we're going to, you know, do it in bamboo and lattice. And they were game for it. So yeah. it I think great. that's that is fun. Yeah. Well, one of the very fun parts of what we do. It's like you're always learning. You're always looking. Mm -hmm. You're cataloging details. Who knows when you'll use them? And, you know, and so you'll come across like a project and you know, either you have notes or in your head and you're like, oh, that thing that I saw, you know, in right. Italy somewhere right. in some cottage in the middle of yeah. nowhere. Here's the answer to our problem. Right. Sounds like maybe the Sagrada Familia team could uh, bring yeah. you guys in to yeah. finish that up. Maybe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. We could use some efficiency on that. Absolutely. Um, I know it was really exciting when they when they finally got to do lighting on it. And I thought of you because I was like, I was like, I bet all my architecture friends are very excited right now. Yes. <laughs> um, I'd love to transition us to not only what you guys do you know, as your, as your day-to-day -day business, but I'd also love to talk about leads and their, and their endowment project and the, yes. the party for the pack. Joe, I know that you were at the first party. I've obviously been to the more recent parties, but it has grown exponentially. Like, can we talk about really what, what leads and Seabreeze and everyone on those teams do kind of behind the scenes when, when we're not designing and we're not creating? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, the the very uh, Megan and I were just talking about this yesterday and, uh, I remember George, George Ford, uh, he came to me and, you know, we were small business at the time, smaller. And um, he's like, we're going to throw this party on Friday night. And it's, I think it's like the Thursday before he says, and, and you know, we're going to raise some money for um, uh, for for this leads endowment. And it was very just, you know, we're going to throw a little something together. And um, so we called people. We told them to come and um, and ask them to donate. And, mm -hmm. um, and it was a small party. It was just in our showroom. I think we I think we had 40 people like not counting family and um, we raised a few thousand dollars and it was fun. It was a great night. But George gave a super powerful uh, speech that night about what we wanted this to become, you know, and um, and I remember it. And uh, it was, you know, it made a difference to the people in that room. And it was and it's been year. So the next year we had a couple of hundred and then all of a sudden it just exploded. And I think um, the great thing about the party with the pack is that anyone who's ever come, they just come up to you like, what could I do to be a part mm -hmm. of this? How do I like bring 20 people next year? And um, so that was, it started like really like a seed and mm -hmm. uh, it's just beautiful to watch it explode. And yeah, so and a little background on the Leeds Endowment. Um, my sisters have cerebral palsy. So my two younger twin sisters. Um, and so my dad just really wanted to, um, give other people with disabilities the opportunities that my sisters have because 
um, there's a lot of people who are less fortunate and having a disability is, you know, really difficult. So, and there's a lot of great charities that support the disabled in Palm Beach County. So the Leeds Endowment and Party of the Pack, um, you know, raises money to support a, a number of charities and also different families. So we, every year we pick a couple families, a couple stories that we've heard of where um, someone's a lot less fortunate and we've donated, you know, money to a family, um, beds, um, plane tickets for family to come visit. Um, I mean, a, a number of stuff, but what I also like about party of the pack is everything's underwritten. So, mm-hmm. you know, all, all the, all the proceeds go to charity. Yeah. So everyone, you know, I think that's big because a lot of these yeah. parties in Palm beach, yeah. you know, you're paying for the venue, mm-hmm. all, by the time it's done, I mean, there's not much left for the charity. But like last year, we raised two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and all of it went to charity. And know. yeah, and so, yeah, it, it started off in the showroom. Now they take the whole shop, put yeah. all the stuff. And you've aside. been, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. And I actually think that's what's great about it is I almost prefer that it's there, right? Because I do know that hey, we didn't spend any money on a venue. Right. Yes. Like, hey, I know that this, you know, I know that this food was doing I know that everything, like you said, was underwritten. And it's also just kind of fun, you know? Yeah, it's like, so much fun. You, you I mean, great music by you got, Powerhouse. You're, you got like pallets yeah. of of, yeah. of product and everything. And then you got the bar right in the middle. You know, this year there were puppies. So you guys know exactly where I was parked. Um, <laughs> but you took that opportunity to to shine so much light, like you said, on other charities you know, and, and I think that has to really make you guys proud that your families, um, you know, have been a part of something like this for so long. Absolutely. And it's a great night for people who there's a lot of disabled people that are there. This is like their biggest night of the year. They come, they dance, they're excited. Mm -hmm. I think it's important also, you know, George and I have talked a lot about this is just to, you know, have people interact, like, because I think, you know, people might be uncomfortable or, you know, it just breaks those walls down. And, um, you know, so something even bigger happening, I think, there at the party. Mm-hmm. And um, and even and uh, all the workers, you know, all the guys in the shop, the painters, everybody in the office, everybody's included that day, just making it happen, putting the place together. It's awesome to watch and really incredible to, mm-hmm. to be a part of. Yeah. And some of our biggest donors are the subcontractors that, you know. Oh, yeah. We that work with us and you know not all of them have that much money to to donate but they they do i mean they donate a lot so um we we encourage we encourage our competition and yeah some of our competitors are yeah put the weapons down do um Put the weapons you know, out, come and hang out and help Sometimes us raise if there's money. a dispute over money, my dad's like, okay, how about instead of that 10000 why don't you just put that to charity? <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. If you don't want to pay us, pay there's the all charity. Kinds of ways yeah. to raise yeah. some yeah. money. Yeah. 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 And um it's, it's been incredible. It's been yeah. an incredible thing. And uh, you know, I think um again for, for um for George Ford and for Susan Ford, it's been uh just I mean, what an incredible thing that they've done and they yeah, put their heart and soul. Yeah. They've worked so All hard. Of it. So, it's a lot of work, and, you know. Yeah. I think no one would really imagine, you know, over the years how much hard work has gone into oh, it. Yeah. But my it, wedding, my mom's like, I got this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's like, please. Yeah. <laughs> please. Small potatoes. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing that, that you said, Joe, that I think is so important is kind of breaking down those walls. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of us that that do typically interact with, you know, differently abled people, like we might not notice it, but not everyone gets that interaction. Um, I mean, like your sister's party harder than I do. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, like oh, good yeah. luck keeping up, you know, but, but 
maybe somebody at at face at face glance might not always see that and understand that. And people who are differently abled, like they want to go, they want to hang out. Like oh, yeah. we're 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 all just humans out here trying to live our best life. Exactly. And so for all of us to get to very intentionally be in the same room for a night was so much fun. Absolutely. Yeah. They the the disabled are the ones that are dancing yes. the hardest. And yes. I mean they're they're the ones that get everyone on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, they they always start the party off yep. right and then yep. everyone kind of follows. Yeah. So yeah, you can't leave that party and no, it's a powerful night. Yeah. It's a powerful yeah. time. No, yeah. no one's sitting down at this party. Like no, yeah. there, no one's no one's sitting. We're we're all having fun. Absolutely. Um, well, I would love to just give you guys the floor and you know, in in all the years that you guys have obviously worked on different projects. I mm-hmm. know this partnership is a little bit newer, but I know there have to be like some fun times and some good stories. Do you guys have anything fun that you want to There's a lot. Sh- There's a story to share with us oh, before yeah. we close out. We I, George and I were talking the other day and uh, we were saying like we we can't even really share the really good stories. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know? Take it. Um, one fun story. I think we were talking about the duck's nest and it was like, you know, every job, the time it's always, you're working to the very last second. They were mm-hmm. bringing the furniture. It could be a show on yeah, Bravo. Or, we, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we were building these bamboo cabinets and the bamboo, it took like, I don't know, six months for us to get it. Oh and gosh. the guys are putting it together. It's the last night It's seven o'clock. We've got like six or seven guys there and they're putting it together. And, um, we run out of bamboo. And the reason we run out of bamboo is because bamboo comes and it's like wavy. You can't use a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And, and the guys are looking at me and they're like, what do we do now? And I said, I don't know. I don't know. But just stay calm for a few minutes. And I start right. pacing the shop and I go and I sit down and I grab my phone and I'm like, all right, I'm taking a two minute timeout. And I'm like on my phone. And I, and this is, this is the absolute truth. And I look to the right and I see a box that looks like the same box I'm looking at over there where there's a bunch of bamboo in. And I'm like, could it be? And I, I go over, I look, I open it up, and there's like five pieces of the stuff that we need. Fantastic. And I just grab it. I run over to the guys. We're jumping up and down. It's like all these grown men are. <laughs> all these grown men jumping so up tired. Yeah. about bamboo. Yeah. <laughs> they're so tired, you know. And uh, anyway, it was it was a moment like in time I'll never mm-hmm. forget because they grabbed it. They put it together. Every time. That's like one of those situations where like I walk in that room. I see these cabinets there. Oh, like, yeah. If, if they only knew how close. Right. We you were. didn't even tell me. I didn't tell. Megan's all stressed out because yeah. of the schedule. Yeah. yeah. So. But that was a good, that was, that was like a fun moment where mm-hmm. we all got to like high five pieces came out beautiful. Yeah. But it was just total luck. And just one of those moments where you look to the right and that all the answers came, you know, so that was a, that was definitely a fun one. We have a lot of fun every oh, day. Yeah. We have a lot of fun. It out is. There, yeah. yeah. You gotta, it's stressful, but you gotta, gotta laugh, laugh when you can. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we definitely, yep. we call it botnage. Yep. Give each other a little hard time. Yeah. yeah. Have fun. We're, yeah. Yeah. So fun. that was a, that was a fun, fun day. Um, fun time. Well, thank you guys so much for coming in and just sharing some of the yes. inside scoop with us. Um, I'd love for you to just leave us with where we can keep up with you, where we can follow along and see even more of your work and how we can stay connected. So we have a website, Trollango and Taylor, and it's the same with our Instagram, Trollango and Taylor. So, and then we have, um, I have an Instagram I do for leads. And, um, so leads is a cabinet millwork company. Um, I try and keep it really fun and not do like too many kitchens because you could just get tired of looking at a kitchen every day. So like I try and take pictures of guys in the shop. I put a lot of sketches that we do, a lot of stuff that Megan and I are doing. I like to capture kind of like the essence of, of 
you know, what we're doing. And then I, I share, you know, some very complete, beautiful kitchens also, but, uh, trying to take a little different approach. Yeah. We, Hey, everyone, I think, I think people just love to see behind the scenes. Like yeah. we like seeing yeah. how something comes together. Yeah, I fun. think that's really engaging. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then the sea breeze also, which, uh, kind of ties it all together. So sea breeze is the construction company that, uh, that Instagram is crazy. It's so good. There's so much great content yeah. on there. One thing that I did, I didn't tell Megan this. Uh, um, somebody told me yesterday that um, they were looking at the Trelongo Taylor um, mm -hmm. Instagram. They're like, man, we could really feel the passion coming through. You know, oh, that's what if, nice. Yeah, it was nice. And I was like, that's well, that's that's what we want right there. If we're if that's the story that you're getting, if that's the feeling, then it's coming across because I think we work with like some of the most passionate people we're, we're driven and um you know george is not a more passionate no, person he's right? over the top but he's great you yeah know? i i've been with george for 20 years and uh that's my dad but yeah. yeah and i always say um i stayed with him because he was the only guy that could work as hard as me and maybe harder at wow times. yeah so and that's you know and that's true for me so we know so, where you get it from yeah, yeah. i know <laughs> Meg's a super hard worker and uh, we got a great team, you know, across the board. We yeah, we do. Some great people. Phenomenal. Well, thank you guys so much thank for coming you. in to Glad share and letting us, letting us peek behind the curtain. You heard all the Instagram, so make sure you go and follow along so that you can learn more. And locals, thank you so much for spending another afternoon with us. I'm Jana Angel and we'll see you next time on the Palm Beach Podcast. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Palm Beach Podcast. Our show is brought to you by Pomp House Coffee Roasters, Opportunities in Delray Beach, and the Lotus Travel Company for retreats and tours in Palm Beach County.